Delta's arms clinked as he folded them, a subtle reminder that the arms he'd been born with had been hacked off and replaced with cybernetic implants. They made him stronger, but that did nothing to dull the horror of having lost parts of his own body. Not that he'd had any choice in the matter. None of them had. Is the docking complete? Dr. Reed asked, ducking through the hatch onto the corvette's tiny bridge. The gaunt man's long, blonde hair had been tucked into a simple ponytail, and his glasses bore a thin layer of grime. His gaze was even more feverish than usual. Almost, Delta said, nodding at the man in the pilot's chair. Man was a generous term. Martel had been an excellent soldier, but so much of his body had been replaced with cybernetics that very little of the marine remained. The viewscreen showed a cylindrical station, growing ever more larger as they drifted toward one of four docking ports. None of the other ports were occupied, which was hardly surprising. Very few people visited mining stations, unless they were doing a quarterly ore pickup. That was part of why they'd chosen this station after all. It had just sent its ore back to corporate three days ago, so it would be off the grid for another three months. Docking complete, Martel said. His voice was completely devoid of emotion, his mechanical eyes unreadable as he glanced back at them. Okay, let's get this over with, Delta said, suppressing a sigh. He slipped past Dr. Reed, trotting down the metal stairs to the airlock. His squad was already waiting, two cybernetically enhanced things that had once been marines. All three carried silenced pistols that fired rubber bullets. They were enough to incapacitate, but not kill. The largest marine carried a bulky black box with a collapsed hose fixed to the side. Follow me, Delta ordered, tapping the red button next to the airlock. It turned green and slid open to reveal the station's flat gray metal. Delta tapped the red button in the station's keypad, stepping back as the door slid open to reveal the station's inner airlock. He holstered the pistol that he'd half-drawn, breathing a sigh of relief as he stepped into the airlock. It was unlikely that any of the station personnel would have investigated the docking that quickly, but he didn't take chances. Winter, you're on point, he said, nodding to a small man cradling twin pistols. Winter didn't nod or acknowledge the command in any way. The Marine simply glided into the airlock, tapped the release button, then stepped into the station's hallway once the airlock door opened. Delta followed, scanning the empty corridor for any threats as they trotted towards the center of the station. They met no one as they approached the oxygen recycling station, which had been the plan, of course. They'd docked at 2 a.m. station time for a reason. Most people were asleep, and anyone awake was likely to be too lazy to find out why an unscheduled docking had occurred. Deliver the payload, Delta commanded, gesturing at the large oxygen processor in the middle of the room. It scrubbed CO2, then delivered breathable air to the entire station. The processor had multiple redundancies, for obvious reasons. It could detect contaminants, but Dr. Reed had apparently found a way around that. Winter guarded the door while the thing that had once been Davis attached the hose from the box he'd been carrying. He pressed a blue button on the side, and the box began to whir. 
How long until they're asleep? Reed's voice demanded over the comm. Sixty seconds, Delta replied. He pulled his rebreather from his belt, affixing the mask to his face, and watched as the payload left the black box and flowed into the station's air supply. The marines around him put their masks on as well. It wouldn't do to be knocked out by their own chemical weaponry. Hurry this along, Reed ordered. Delta ignored him. He might be compelled to serve, but he didn't have to like the guy.